Welcome, everybody, to the Sync Countdown. I'm Sammy Gonzalez, a.k.a. The Mexlin. We're here today. Just uh, apparently just a shit on me, but it's okay because we're having a good time. And and now it's time to introduce the crew. They were talking when they shouldn't have been talking, but they're all back here. Welcome to the show, everybody. Look at it's the crew, everybody. And and to my nope, wrong way. And to my left, we have first. Oh yo, it's your boy TJ. Um, all done with my wings, feeling like a million bucks. Uh, and that's it, man. Uh, to to my left, my oh, left. No, left. nope. Other way, there other way. I think, I think it's going to be. I, I it's going to be this guy. Deliciousness himself. What's up? My name is MJ. I'm here to play a foil to Sam's comments uh, and here to have some fun. And to below me, I think we got. Oh, shit. It's me. (laughs) (laughs) Tommy McGrew, how's it going? Oh, and I guess to my right, I'll just introduce JJ. Hi, I'm JJ, and there is no one in either direction. I have no one to introduce. <laughs> oh, nope. You can introduce me again because I'm Sammy Gonzalez with the Mexlins. I am the Mexlins. Welcome to me, everybody. And welcome to the show. Today, we're doing, uh, it was going to be, I guess uh, we're running them back, essentially, as you could say, because last week I couldn't make it to the show uh, for reasons we won't say on air because I don't want my siblings to get mad at me for doing what we did. But point is, I couldn't make it to the show. And now I'm here at the show. I'm in Texas, live in Texas. And we got our top five. Now, it said wise men, not, not the sages. There's so many titles for this episode. But the premise of the episode is going I, to be. I actually still prefer top five Yodas. Because everybody knows what a Yoda does for you. Yeah, but that isn't good for SEO. So, <laughs> can vouch. So, we're talking about our top five. It was going to be for Father's Day, wise men. Uh, but JJ apparently already busted that open. We we admitted what our kind of loose lists were going to be for this week. So, uh, we're talking about our wise sages, people that we look to for advice, that main characters look to for advice from each other. Um the smart people that you would want. And, and the caveat I have here is that these are all going to be either one in your preferred order or all they're all going to be in a closet in your home. So if you ever need that sage advice, you can go into this closet and you can get advice from all of them. It becomes a big room. There's a spotlight on you and they're up in their little pedestals and their thrones and they all get to speak to you equally and they get to interact with each other and throw ideas off of each other. So the better your list will coheed you know, with each other, the characters, the better. Or sometimes it's good to have just some heated debates between all five of your sages. So um, that's the premise. It's pretty so straightforward. The second part of your um, the prologue, I already fucked that up. They, my top five don't get along at all. That's fine because you are literally a person of strife and of just chaos <laughs> so it fits like if if your sages weren't fighting you wouldn't be able to have that mental clarity like my sages like my sages are all they're pretty calm for the most part some of them are kind of assholes but you but i need that kind of like love slash uh lesson learning in my life so that's kind of where my list went mine's real basic but it is solid um and and i don't have none from anime so i know that some of you guys are probably going to go into anime that's kind of your shtick so um yeah only one anime dude on my list. I have none um, anime. I didn't watch enough. Who wants to go first, though? You. TJ? No, TJ. Go, TJ, 
can go first because he looks like he's lying down in bed. I just want to like snuggle next to him, really. Bro, it's right. actually the angle. I'm still on my couch. I just put a pillow behind me, but like my like like watch. No, actually, that's made me look worse. Uh, oh, it froze. It froze, so it actually didn't show it at all. So you're kind of lucky. Yeah, it looks like like this is a very sexual position. Like we're kind of very low. Makes me a little I'm, uncomfortable. I, I'm gonna say it. it looks like what the girls see when they're about to give you head, and I don't like it. Look at your lips are smacking together too. You're like, yeah, like don't like, like sit up. I'm gonna go up on your chest. Off this topic. Um. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, when I was going with my number five, of course, I had to. I mean, when I was going with my top five, I had to take into consideration a lot of anime. And, um, you know, I, I'm probably going to be exclusively for my list, mainly because I feel like there's a lot of sages and senseis that don't get highlighted from there. But if I wanted to, if I wanted to sensei, like, you know, one, like one of the first ones that uh, ever came across the game knows the importance of women like is quintessential across the board i gotta go with my number five being uh jiraiya sensei from naruto how do you spell that j-i-r-a-y-a sound it out dumbass i don't know what the fuck you're saying jiraiya i'm so sorry like i I think the food just hit me i was hangry <laughs> I, I know. The, the funny thing is, like, thing. out of all the characters in Naruto, Jiraiya is definitely someone that Sam would love. Speak for True. yourself. Yeah, I am speaking for someone that I know what you like, and I know what Naruto is. I'm so, so TJ. Why this character? What does this character do? Bless why you. so? Why so specifically this character right here? Why is he your number five? He's he's goofy. He is very much a pervert. He is what? He's unrelentingly a pervert. Um, he's an author, a novelist, super strong in the series, but also like, you know, he's the type who comes in with like a lot of different perspectives and has been through some shit, but keeps it in a very light tone and knows how to break it down for you in multitude of directions, right? And so So Marco, make- one of his main things is that he's like a pervert. Why would I like somebody who's a pervert? Is it comical that he's a pervert? What is this? Yeah. It's baby. It's comical. Help me out. Marco's not paying attention. He's in another world. What I am totally paying attention. Why would you why would you go, man, this pervert would totally be someone Sam likes? I don't I don't take kindly to that it's necessarily. The, it's, the, it's the combination of him being a pervert, but him also being the right amount of comforting to Naruto as he's learning, mm-hmm. and also the right amount of uh pushing him, which is something that you would probably relate to. Perhaps he so he um so one one great way is that Naruto is notoriously not very smart. Um, <laughs> he was able to like position and repivot like some teachings to make sure that Naruto was able to understand it right instead of just being like you're a dumbass just try harder. <laughs> oh, so the Piccolo method. I'm sorry. I, I kind of like the Piccolo method though. We're just like you're lazy. Come on, let's do this. Go on. He almost made my list, but he wasn't wise or sagey enough. He was just kind of a bully. But um, I wish I could speak more on this. I have no idea. I've never seen Naruto or Naruto, whoever, whatever would piss off the weebs uh, for pronouncing it correctly. But um, I'll go with it. He sounds like a cool guy, like a real fun guy. You're number five. Also Tommy, I don't know anime. I don't either. Go. Help me out, Tommy. What do you like about Jirai Sensei? 
I don't know what you just said, so nothing. <laughs> I don't watch anime. Thank you. I'm sorry. I- I'm there with you, Tommy. Yeah. There. Now we can get along again because now we're on the same page. But that is your number five. I I, I wish I knew more. But Marco, maybe you would to expand upon your number five. So I have a clip for my number five, and I just sent it to you. Uh, my number five is... Hunter. Where did you send it? Uh, Messenger, Facebook Messenger. Just set it into the private chat that's on the browser. It's a little easier. All right, I'll do that from now on. Um, but yeah, my number five is Hunter from the Venture Brothers. Hunter? <laughs> oh <my God>. Hunter. <laughs> Let me take a look here. So, Hunter... Is his name Hunter Gathers? <laughs> He's yeah, basically as Thompson as a um, mentor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just looking at He has, like, boobs in one episode. He's he, like a girl. That was, that was how committed he was to going undercover, bro. <laughs> so why him? <laughs> so why him in particular? Like, what are some examples it's of... It's actually the bro? opposite of Jorah. He's not comforting at all. He's just like, <laughs> I'm an asshole, so... This is everything you need to know, so sink or swim, bitch. Actually, that's kind of common for every one of my top five. And it's actually kind of funny <laughs> because as you are going to become my pupil at the gym, it's like, yeah, everything's going to be sink or swim. Uh, well, TJ's a little bit like that in the gym as well. Maybe a little more forgiving, but um, yeah, I- I'm used to it. I can I can uh, maybe handle it. Who knows? But see if you can see me that, send me that clip uh, in the chat right now. Marco, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a vouch for Sammy. Uh, I don't give him a lot of a, a lot of credit on a lot of things, but he doesn't bitch when it comes to the gym stuff. So it's it's really easy. kind of bitch, but not not so much. I just ignore it. But I mean, <laughs> no, I get mad at you. I'm like, fuck twenty hills, fuck you, TJ, and I do them anyway. So, I mean, the result gets done, but not without a little bit of bitching. But I mean, this character. I mean, it's a cool character design. I will say that. I don't know much about the character. This one was real hard for me. I couldn't come up with a lot of wise sages that I looked up to. You definitely watch that show, Sam. I don't know. I mean, I guess I could. Highly I don't know where I'd find it. Oh, shit, uh, wow, these people are really going through with it, though. This is like a real thing that they're doing. Marco's having a real hard time trying to send me this link. So we're about. I'm about to move on, Marco. You have it on mute. I got to unmute you because you know how to do it. Oh, well, you gotta unmute. You gotta unmute yourself. There you go. Let's take a look, and let's look at the clips today. Hunter, the venture bro. Oh, what? Why did it not go directly to the link? There we go. Let's see here. Let's get copyright. You Colonel Gathers. Who sent you, bastard? Personnel, special agent in training, Brock Sampson, reporting for duty. Don't you salute me, you bastard! Ow. Leave that little John John crap back in Biloxi. Yes, sir. And don't stare me, damn you! You're not in the Marines anymore. This is intelligence. Start using it. Okay, Colonel uh... Hunter. Now let me get a good look at you. Good God, they're making them big nowadays. Don't they notice gas crunch on? Look at the size of you. <clears throat> Samson, Brock, born Omaha, Nebraska, to a single mother. Half Swedish, quarter Polish, quarter Winnebago. You lost your virginity at 14, have one brother, and you enjoy motocross. <laughs> All right. I, I get it. You, you, seem like, you seem like the type of guy that needs a guy that will jump on you and stab you in the hand for saluting you or having him salute you. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I get it. I mean, unless you want me to play the whole clip, is there more to it? Uh, there's actually a really funny bit about 
15 seconds, I think. Rock Simpson, you knew what it did. Hey, Frankenstein! Your size, baby, now. Are you prepared to do whatever your country asks of you? Yes. Can you keep your head about you when confronted with mind-blowing weirdness at every turn? Yes. Are you ready for anything? Yes. Are you still ready for anything? Yes. Listen to the third caveman, a conspiracy was hatched against one of them. Get up, damn you! Grab her on, kid. Your training starts now. I'm through with you. You'll be a member of the elite agency that's been thankfully defending this big-ass country since the Second American Revolution. The Invisible One. Wow. Yeah, that guy is an asshole, but I dig it. <laughs> I totally dig it, and I totally see why. Let's see here. Oh, I guess you can find it on Hulu, so there you go. For, so, correct. Venture Brothers. Number five, Hunter from Venture Brothers. Let's go now to Tommy. Tom, yes. what is your number five sage? Uh, my number five sage is going to have to be Fletcher from Whiplash. Fletcher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's real, man. He's real. And he's I like that he's real. Is the kind of mentors that I like. I'll tell you that I, for free. I thought of you whenever you said that. I'm like, yeah, I got one of those. And he, <laughs> he makes you brilliant. And it's I, I love the movie Whiplash because it's like, I really want to dislike this fucking dude. Like, he's a villain. But at the same time, he makes brilliance. And that's his only goal, no matter what it takes. He's got to make you fucking brilliant. So, you know. Yeah, you gotta respect that shit. Dragging, please get there. So you like this, Tommy? You like this type of education, huh? I mean. It, when you're young, I'm sure you wouldn't. Me now, I would be like, yeah, you know, maybe I need that. I need to be chastised and verbally abused. So you young Tommy needed that. that. Young Tommy and, needed that. Basically, right now, someone told me this dude's going to verbally abuse the shit out of you. Maybe a little physical. Mind fuck the hell out of you. But you will be the best at what you want to do. Tommy now would be like, yeah, fuck it. Let's go. Tommy That's back it. then, probably not so much. I will fuck you like a pig. <laughs> Damn. Are you a rusher? Or are you a dragger? Or are you going to be on my fucking time? I'm going to be on your time. What does that say? Quarter note equals 215. Count me a 215. One, two, three, four. One, two, three. Four, Jesus one, two, three. fucking Christ. I didn't know they allowed retards into Shaper. God. Do you understand that you cannot read tempo? Can you even fucking read music? What is that? Yes, what is that? Sight read measure 101. Now answer my question. Were you rushing or were you dragging? Answer! <laughs> Is he slapping him yet? I'm Not yet. Louder! I'm upset! Louder! <laughs> I'm upset! You are a... <laughs> Faggot lip little piece of shit whose mommy left daddy when she figured out he wasn't Eugene O'Neill and who is now weeping and slobbering all over my drum set like a fucking nine-year-old girl. So for the final father fucking time, say it louder! I'm upset! Start practicing harder, Neiman. 
So that's yeah. what you want, Tommy. And there's a scene where he slaps the shit out of him a bunch of times. Oh, it's also yeah, no, he's a like, it's right before, he, actually, where he's like, one, two, three, slap, one, two, yeah. three, slap. And he also throws, I think, like a, a symbol or something yeah. at him and almost takes his head off. I That's beat his ass, just so you know. This, this ain't the teacher for me. I beat his ass. He did not give birth to me. You can't talk to me like that. Yeah, see? Because some people don't respond to white people. Right? He breeds brilliance, though. What? Will you, will you hurt for it? Will you hurt for that type of thing? Depends. Whoa. I'm willing to do it. If it makes me the best at something. And that's your that. number and, five. I, and then I will beat his ass later. Mofo Kid 69. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> call him a, what do you call him? A p- pussy lipped? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Someone fucks his face. Jesus. Well, you know what? Maybe. Okay. So we've gone kind of aggressive. So like uh, Jiraiya mellow just kind of you know cool the cool pervert a little more aggressive cool you know kind of aggressive but still top of his game fletcher from whiplash just beating the shit out of his students jj how can you round out our number five or at least uh the other before myself of course oh i kind of want to keep this theme going so <laughs> like i said around bro it's cool well, this one doesn't have to be. Uh, this one doesn't have to be in the order of importance, unless you want it to be. So, I mean, I might make an adjustment to find uh, my angry guy. I might put him at number five. So, right. So, well, I have two angry people, but just to shake it up a bit, this one's actually a woman. Okay. It is from M M M M A anime. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> it's from one of my favorites. It's Yu Yu Hakusho, and it is Genkai. And I have a clip. I have a you cute. Said last week that you had a woman, I knew she was on your list. Yes, it's Genkai. <laughs> oh, I know who this uh, is. I've seen this show enough times. Yeah. Uh, but it's, and, I and I don't want to make the terrible Yu Yu. From her, that's like, I'm old Yusuke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the clip I've. I the one that the it's a it's a motivational speech kind of she she's aggressive to Yusuke she insults him she calls him nitwit dimwit like uh, everything in the book she I mean it's kind of a kids show so she can't call him a pussy lipped faggot or whatever but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she she also lays down some hard cold truth on Yusuke in that in that one clip that was something that like high school JJ really really needed to hear. Well, let's take a look, see how that all pans out. Uh, let me pull up the shot uh, right here. Remember one step of your training. Get out of my head, you old bitch! I can't think right now. <laughs> no problem, you idiot. Remember, focus your mind on the business at hand. You give up on everything because you can't commit to anything. Let me guess. Did you pick up that cute saying from a fortune cookie? I'm trying, okay? But you're working me to death here. Approaching death is the key to your training. What? It is called training under critical condition. You must push your body all the way to its breaking point. Only then will you reach beyond your physical limits. <laughs> Power like this must be earned, slacker. I know that's a new concept for you. All your life you've gone the easy way. So you were born with a talent for fighting. Who cares? You never worked for it. It was easy. You always quit any time the answer wasn't served on a silver... Oh, 
Shut up! I don't have to listen to you! Look at all the energy you still have. Shows you're doing your training like everything else. Half-assed. We're all alike. To take control of me and tell me how I am, you're wrong! <laughs> yes, kill me to avoid your problem. <laughs> Jesus. All right. I'm going to call it there. She. Yeah. So you're saying that, that JJ from high school needed this right here. <laughs> yeah. Because 30 feet towards the ground. Much like Yusuke, um, a lot of high school JJ didn't have to work very hard. I, I've always been good at like picking up subjects, like school subjects really quickly. So mm. I never studied like, and I would always <laughs> ace tests and shit. Like I, I never had a hard time like, with academics right so i would say i never had to work for it i never like felt challenged or anything but the second i would take like a gt course in uh in a subject that i fucking hate i was like i'm done it's over i'm not even trying (laughs) (laughs) for sure (laughs) math 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 geography geography really we had fun in geography. What are you talking about? Yeah, the, but it's my worst subject. <laughs> I hate geography. Over here. It was all day. History, I'm good at. I don't have flaws, so. History <laughs> was like the cone <laughs> wait, of stupidity, wait, wait, though. What did you just say? He doesn't have flaws? He doesn't have flaws. He, he, there's no one subject he's bad at. I'm kidding. Uh, I'm actually. Uh, <laughs> geometry. Geometry. I was good I at could do angles. Yeah, that was the only math thing I was good at was geometry. I sucked at every other math subject. I got nah. better. Like the harder the math got, but for some reason, like the base level of geometry, terrible. Oh, I nailed that shit. Statistics, bitch. Fractions. Give me fra- fractions, baby. That's how I survive. But, fractions. But yeah, fifty percent is one quarter. <laughs> one half. I'm sorry. I was good at statistics too. You know, it's yeah. fine. But anyway, but, yeah. You know Physics was a big problem for me in college. Physics was hard. Physics is hard. Um, Basically, what we're saying, kids, math pretending to be a science. You don't need school. (laughs) You'll be fine. Okay. (laughs) I don't think that's true. (laughs) So long as you know that four quarters adds up to a simoleon, you'll be fine. Exactly. I'm sure TJ has a degree that helped him get jobs. Hey, I'm trying to make these kids feel better since their parents are teaching them now, and clearly they don't know shit. So, we talk a lot of them are daytime alcoholics. The new education, the new education. <laughs> I, I will say on the on the flip side that uh, the amount of production that goes into an average TikTok is something that I can't do right now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my thing is that like Fortnite has like concerts, like Travis Scott concerts and shit. First, next they're gonna have like universities in Fortnite. Like it's gonna be like uh, Ready Player One, where everyone just kind of like goes into Fortnite and just does their everyday life. I think that's what we're okay. going to. They were I'd just playing okay Inception. They were just playing movies. Christopher Nolan movies. Just like, like oh, here's the movie theater. Here are your skins. You can be John Wick. Go enjoy Inception. <laughs> Go enjoy Tenet. <laughs> Like the fuck? I, I do That's like our future. On, on a weird note that Corona keeps pushing tenant. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> <laughs> they need it's to just own up and be like, yo, it's not just release it. I'm fucking 
VOD. VOD, yeah. Right. It's not going to happen, people. Like, goddamn, like, they promoted this shit like it was going to be the movie that kicked off movies again. It's not. So just, like, put it no, out. Bro, don't put it don't out. push it, it to 2021 if they have to. I know how that... Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, mine's actually my number five. I'm going to keep it with angry assholes, but this one you guys might get mad at because, one, um, he's only an advisor to one person, but he's also the main character of the show. I kind of had to put him on because I didn't have any Mexican characters or Hispanic characters, and I kind of needed to have one. So my number five, uh, he's, he's a drunk alcoholic, but he's the smartest man in the universe. I'm talking Rick Sanchez, baby. Okay. <laughs> but are we really supposed to believe that a mad scientist inventor with a flying car just showed up on our doorstep after being gone for years? Yeah, you know, he does have a lot of really weird made-up sounding catchphrases. Wubba lubba dub dub, rinky ticky taffy, yeah! And that's the way the news goes. It's the sack jack, uh oh, somersault jump, AIDS! And that's why I always say shum shum, slippity dop, grass, tastes bad, no jumping in the sewer, burger time, rubber baby baby bunkers, lick 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 my balls, <laughs> yeah, say that all the time. One I'm just saying. That it's my is, favorite but, episode, by the way. He, he ain't really a sage, though. No, but that's the thing. He's not a sage. That's right. He he has a council of ricks. I kind of put that in the sagish part because they do have pedestals where they are talking. But I, he is a mentor to Morty. He is his ultimate mentor, and that was the deciding factor. So, like, obviously, is, the show is about him. Morty, at least as far as I know, just learning. Don't do that. What do you think I need to learn, Marcos? You got to start somewhere, right? All right. That's exactly. <laughs> like, that's the thing. Like, like he, his big point was he's like, don't go after love, pursue science. Like, his, that's his thing, right? He's just, everything's science. Everything Love's is about research. chemical imbalance. Exactly. Lick, lick, lick my balls. That's great wisdom right there. That's the yeah. best wisdom. No, mine's a real easy. Are you, you sure you want to do that on air, man? I'm fine. I don't have a political future. That's fine. <laughs> now you don't. Now you don't. <laughs> exactly. Beto O'Rourke, everybody. Um, so, no, I mean, it's real easy, man. I mean, Rick Sanchez. I, I, I hate talking about Rick and Morty because the fandom has gotten so toxic and stupid. But I actually think it calmed down, mostly because this new season isn't that good. I mean, they didn't, go, they didn't go so goddamn hard with it. A lot of it was just silly bullshit. And I actually appreciated that. It was silly. I, I actually felt like the season is just Family Guy in space. It had some Family Guy-ish had a elements. Lot of family Guy elements, too. yeah. <laughs> right, but uh, part of me, what it doesn't always have to be so goddamn deep. Like I think one of my favorite episodes is like the multiverse episode where they keep splitting the screen. Like that's some of my brilliant shit that I just love about the show. That but, is like, a pretty deep episode, actually, if you think about it. But their uh, yeah. uh, dimensional cable is actually oh, a, I love that. a staple of their dumb episodes for the most part. Yeah, Gazorb yeah. Gazorb fucking field, bitch. Now give me my fucking enchiladas. No, just, <laughs> but that wisdom, though. That wisdom that he always just kind of throws in and just uh, circumstantial or whether it be just sometimes he's into the episode. He's like, yeah, I get to do what I want. Spend time with my grandkids. Like the ultimate wisdom at the end of it is like, oh yeah, I like spending time with my grandson, and that's to me is is part of a good sage. He's obviously he's smart. He's kind of an asshole, a little bit of tough love, but at the end of the day, he cares. And throughout the episodes, you see he does care, even though he may not seem like it. And I think that's the kind of love that I'm used to. 
and respond to and advice that I can respond to. <laughs> like, I care about you, but I'm not going to show it. It's very Mexican daddy. So we're doing great, man. It's what yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was actually yeah, you, like great taking notes friends. for a bit, Tommy. I was like, so that's what I got to do. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy, I get mad at you, but do I get actually mad at you? No. I'm it never- seems like it when I call you a fucking idiot and I hate your balls. But, but it like, doesn't affect you know, me at all. It doesn't affect me at all either because it's from <laughs> Sammy, have you seen heart. Tommy's balls? They're magnificent. Thank I have you, not. Marco. I assume they're pressed permed hair, glitter sprinkled on it. One's bigger than the other, but other than that, it's good. <laughs> like, hopefully it's not too big because that could be cancerous. Get yourself checked. Check yourself. Check the ball in the shower, John. Check the like, balls in the shower. That needs to be a, a public service announcement for all men. Do check your balls. Oh, yeah. It can be check serious. Your balls. Make TJ, sure you get the steam going. Yes, TJ, check your ball. <laughs> Make sure there's no errant lumps. Make sure there's no uh, bumps on the outside or redness or soreness or any sort of pus. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm pretty in tune with what goes on with my penis, so I'm okay. <laughs> That's your penis. We're not talking about your penis. We're talking about, about your balls, balls man. <laughs> True, they gotta get ignored. You're right. They do get ignored. <laughs> they do. Don't ignore your balls, everybody. That's Check the balls. Look up, and that's when they don't know they have testicular cancer. Check the balls. Exactly. Check your balls. You know what? That's a nice way to round out number five. Check your balls. <laughs> Count- <laughs> the excellence council of say- Check your balls. That's our wisdom. So, uh, TJ, speaking of checking your balls, what's your number four? I I don't know how to follow this up. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of put me with your a, number four. That guy's kind of put me at a rock a hard place here. Uh, <laughs> well, if you find a hard place in your balls, you might have cancer. So <laughs> don't shut the hell up. Um, and so honestly, I wanted to put this a little higher on my list, but you know, um, just kind of the time frame that I watched the series, et cetera, et cetera. Um, he doesn't rank as high, but uh, easily one of the best animated. Uh, tutors, senseis, relatives you could ever have. My number five, uh, I mean, number four, shit, my number four would happen to be Uncle Ira from the Avatar. I knew someone was going to have him. I told Jessica someone was going to have this dude on the list for sure. Yeah, he was one of my backups in case, one of, because I knew someone was going to have him. Oh, so now he's actually getting more popular now that uh, Avatar Last Airbender is on Netflix. So everyone's like, oh, my God, Uncle Iroh's the best. He's so thick and handsome. He drinks tea and he's super cool. But like uh, the why in particular about his backstory where he uh, like you learn a little bit more about him and he drinks tea to his son or whatever that passed away is probably one of the top five animation, just straight animation moments I've ever seen in my life i mean a little bit of a spoiler alert but all right i plan on going and watching that a lot of people have said good things about it it doesn't ruin anything about the actual show because that's backstory so tj why in particular uncle iroh like is it the way he gives his wisdom is it the wisdom he gives what is it that makes you attracted to his style of wizardry or wisdomry, I guess you could say. So I'll try my best not to spoil it too much since you haven't watched it yet. But he just, he has the ability to, you know, first of all, he's unyielding with how much he cares. Like, throughout that entire show, trust me, people give him reasons to stop giving a shit. Like, I, if that was my, if I, if I was him, I would have been like, 
Yeah, fuck it. Go on then. Beat him. But he never does right. that. He never backs down. He always comes from a level-headed perspective. And especially given a lot of his background, he's really understanding in terms of like things that are going on in the world, like a plight. Like even when he might not be on the right side all the time, he's trying to convince the right side to make the wrong side to make the right decisions, right? And so, you know, he's just always a very conscious voice, always a very caring voice. <laughs> no matter how much, um, no matter how much, you know, is really thrown against him, he doesn't falter in the way that he's, you know, really exemplifying his, his teachings and, and trying to guide somebody along the right path. So, so on a side, Mark, what are you laughing about? Uh, yeah. I was laughing because just because, like, he should have been hired. Um, I wrote so Avatar itself is a perfect show about. Uh, so you watch a lot of shows like let's take Scooby Doo for example. Um, Scooby Doo, they're the they're the same whether you're watching season one or season three hundred, whatever the fuck they're up to now. Um, Avatar is only three seasons, and it's the perfect amount of growth for every character. And his character is line lock and step with Zuko's. So when you watch it, you're like, oh, man, this is amazing. And the role that he played, I don't I, I actually had to hold myself back and reword shit because it's it would be spoilers for you. But it's an amazing plot line, honestly. Huh. Well, then I get get a show at some point. Maybe I'll even do a review on it or several reviews. Let us know if you want it. But TJ, just to kind of help you out a little bit. Um, uh oh, are we freezing again? No, I want to show it. There we go. DT Dark Slayer, you getting swole, TJ? You getting swole? Uh, it's angled. They noticed me. Yeah, because it does look like he just got go. out of jail right there. He does. Right. <laughs> white keys and white beaters, Tommy. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Marco, you're up next. What is your number four? Uh, my number four, actually, uh, because American animation is weird, actually means teacher. Uh, <laughs> but it's Shifu from Kung Fu Panda. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> is this a turtle? No. No. The turtle's master. Oh, Shifu is the little weasel thing. Yeah. He's a red panda. <laughs> what was that, Tommy's a raccoon? We don't I thought know. it was a raccoon. I didn't know. Pandas are related to raccoons. They're in well, the there same. you go. <laughs> God damn, JJ teaching me shit. Okay, I didn't even know that. So why Shifu? Um, so I'm actually really amazed by the... Um, it's not something that actually happens in the sense that Gandalf is Gandalf. Gandalf is wise. Yoda is Yoda. Yoda is wise. But the there's very few plot lines, and Shifu is one of them, of the master actually learning from the student. Like the act of teaching itself actually leads to growth in the teacher. Usually because of the way plot lines work, the teacher just dies. But right. that's not what you get in Kung Fu Panda. The master is actually learning for the most part uh, about what it means to kind of look inside outside himself and teach a weird student, which is kind of what the panda is at the end of the day. Uh, I will say that it is really weird that Kung Fu Panda never took the time to be like, whenever in the first step the movie, when the panda's like, I can't learn how to fight Kung Fu, I'm just a panda. They never took the time to be like, well, I'm a red panda. What? 
the thing. <laughs> well, I actually know like an explanation for that. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So the script was written before it was casted, obviously. Um, and originally, Shifu wasn't going to be a red panda. But when they pitched it to Dustin Hoffman, who's the voice, he was like, I'll do it if I get to be a panda. <laughs> so they had to make Shifu a panda. <laughs> I didn't know that until right now. That is so random. And why would you know that, JJ? I don't know why you would know that. I like the movie. Think us everything. <laughs> I, th- so out of all the dumb DreamWorks movies that exist, that um, so Shrek gets like six sequels for some dumbass reason, Kung Fu Panda, it actually would be okay if it got six sequels because there's always another Kung Fu master at the end of the right. day. But that's not what we got. I mean, he and literally we- fights a demon or in the afterlife in the third movie. It had a well, show on Nickelodeon. <laughs> it did have a show on Nickelodeon. So. We don't pay attention to shows. Nobody watches the Madagascar. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> I, I totally watched the Penguins of Madagascar TV show, all right? No, you didn't. <laughs> Come on, Kowalski. Let's go fuck some bitches. <laughs> That's all they sounded like. That's all I felt like they were doing was just going around fucking bitches. I don't know. Tommy. That's what they wanted to do. My, all the secret agent shit. They just wanted to fuck bitches. That was those all damn they penguins. To do. Uh, yeah, no, my number four is kind of similar to Marco's number four. Technically, I guess you could say Marco's number four is a knockoff of my number four, just Master Splinter. Oh, yeah, yeah. I knew he was gonna. I thought he would be on JJ's list for sure. <laughs> he was also he one on of the other list? bullets that I had like on the chamber, just in case. Because <laughs> I'm really I surprised. Of- like one of the ones that I have on here hasn't been mentioned. Like he might. I- I'm getting there. Like, yeah, like this is still early in the game, so. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So Master Splinter, Tommy, what yeah. about Master Splinter? Is it because was- you eat pizza and do n- nunchuck stuff and skateboard? I wish so I did, he was really. speaking. He was speaking to you directly because, you know, I'm a I'm a, uh, a teenager and I like cool things. Well, I, I wasn't. He can reach me. <laughs> I wasn't when, reach when, when the original show came out. I was just a kid, but I did want to be all of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I saw this little fucking rat that no matter what crazy shit they did. And how hyper they were, he was always calm. He was always patient with them. And I think that's the best way to teach. That's what I learned from Master Splinter. He never got rattled on anything. He was always just even killed, even with Michelangelo around. And so I don't know how that's even beat Michelangelo's ass. I want to beat the fuck out of Michelangelo. Michelangelo's the best turtle. I want to beat the fuck out of Michelangelo, kicked him out of the sewer, exiled him, and just like, you know, like your own weird for the most part that you're the dude that organizes all this magic but you're the michelangelo of the group for sure i am and the michelangelo is, of the group because i'm the very best much so. i'm the best turtle michelangelo's he's the not. best turtle he's the dumbest turtle, nope. <laughs> he's the best he's turtle. i don't want to stone on my ninja team I'm what? sorry, I don't Okay, so so I don't want a leader who's full of themselves. Like, I'm the leader because I was born first or whatever. Fuck you, Leonardo, okay? Donatello's a goddamn incel. And you know he creeps on He's fucking people all the time. He's a genius. Yeah. yeah, he fucks machines. It says it in the thing. Donatello fucks machines. It says and it Raphael there. Raphael was then, a badass. No, Raphael is a fucking yeah. emo kid who has too much rage issues. Oh, okay, he can't lead shit. That that's why he's not the leader. comes in handy. Yeah, but that's why he's not the he fucking leader. around. I and then you... Leader. 
I want, I want to be the leader, right. Daddy. So the point of the Ninja Turtles is it's the so when it comes to like uh, GI Joes or Power Rangers, everyone's like, I want to be the Green Ranger. I want to be Snake Eyes, but. Power Rangers is actually really good at identifying the four flavors of friendship for the most part. Uh, I, I feel like those are Power Rangers. You said Power Rangers. Uh, sorry, Ninja Turtles. Okay, there you go. So, Tommy <laughs> being Mike uh, Raphael makes a lot of sense. You being Michelangelo makes a lot of sense. JJ being Donatello makes a lot of sense. Um, but they're, none of them are better than the other. They don't work unless all the components are together. But see, I how, disagree. See how you, you just, I mean, what what does Michelangelo bring to the team? Levity, <laughs> nunchuck no. skills, and pizza, acceptance, pizza of acceptance, acceptance of oneself. Because all of them are like, oh, man, I hate being a turtle. And he's like, I am a black teenager. Because you know he takes everything from black culture. Michelangelo was always a lot of shit from black culture. And hip hop like a son of a bitch. I'm no, not okay he, with that either. So fuck what? him. No, he knows <laughs> what he wants to be. He knows that he gets, he says, you know so, what? I accept being a turtle. Let me note. go into the free world and accept black culture. It, he would be it, protesting for Black Lives Matter, and Donatello, Leonardo, and Raphael would be fucking in the sewer just waiting it out. Okay. So, so side cool. note, like I in the new Ninja Turtles movies that everybody hated, uh, when they're in the elevator and Michelangelo starts like Beatboxing. Uh, beatboxing. That was, like, that was my, one of my favorite scenes like that year for the most part. Those turtles look fucked up, though, I will say. Those turtles, were, <laughs> those turtles are scared. fucked up looking. Like, if you would have just made them look regular, those movies would have been two of my favorite movies of all time. Because Especially they're just the so stupid. I would have loved the, the last one. The last Ninja Turtles movie, people were like, oh, it was stupid. It was the, I had never seen it's in my life. accurate one to the old cartoon. I had never in my life thought I would see a live-action Bebop and Rocksteady <laughs> shoot a tank out of a plane and then ride that flying tank down to the earth. Yeah. That's, that's chaos. Quality. That's quality. It's a kid's movie at the end of the day, and it's way better than the Transformers movies, like even the first one. So I'm happy with it. I, I It's not going to win an Oscar, but it's fun to watch. <laughs> Sorry, I got to bring the clip up. I mean, I got I to gotta find that moment. Like there, oh, there, let me find it. Uh, there it is. Let's see if it happens at this part. Oh no, they already they already did it. Here we go. So Michael Bay wanted to make them aliens, right? Like for a right. second. Yeah. I'm sorry. This shit is just amazing. Like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Those fuckers died. Yeah, uh, carried away. <laughs> like that is what? What? That is so great. It's one of those movies. I'm like, how? How was this not popular? Like this has everything that you'd want out of a right. Ninja Turtles movie, except the Ninja Turtles themselves who look looking just normal, look fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> right. I think um, one of my favorite iterations has actually been one of the more recent ones where they made Raphael the leader. Um, it was really good. Rise. Rise of the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Nerd, how did you know that? <laughs> you know because that. I like the one before it. Oh, you mean the animated one? I mean the like three D CG one. Uh, TMNT, yeah. yeah, I like cool. that one because it pretty much 
brought in like all the prior elements, like elements from the movie, elements from the comics, and elements from the old school animated cartoon, and like melded them together in the perfect like canography. Like like it was my favorite meshing of all the Ninja Turtles lore. I like the Rise just for the animation style. It was very. I, I never got the chance to check out Rise because we canceled our cable when it premiered. So. <laughs> Well, that is yours. Uh, I mean, it wasn't my choice, Tommy. You're number four. <laughs> Everyone knows Master Splinter. That's why we talk about the turtles because Master yeah. Splinter He's he, un- brings it all together. Man, yeah, it's just he is what he is. Kawabunga! There you go. That's it for you, <laughs> JJ. What is your number four? My number four uh, is also from anime. This one's going to be kind of weird, uh, but okay. kind of like uh, what Mark said. This is a guy that learns from the student and that is reagan arataka from mob psycho 100 let's take a look here oh he's a blonde dude yeah that's him okay it is reagan arataka so he just looks like a young guy in a business suit what's so special about him so he yeah he's a con man (laughs) okay fair enough he's uh he's in the series he comes off as a con man, especially early on, because he runs a psychic agency, but he's not psychic at all. Okay. It just so happens that uh, one of his uh, uh, a kid finds one of his flyers, Mob, and he turns out to be like one of the most powerful psychics in all of existence. Oh, Jesus so, Christ. So Reagan hires him on. And he just brings him along whenever he he has a job. And if there's actual ghosts, he's like, Mob, take care of it. I'm going to go, you know, (laughs) throw salt (laughs) around and pretend to do stuff. Right. But he actually imparts a lot of wisdom to Mob. Like, Mob has basically grown up his whole life having psychic powers and being the only one that he knew that had them. So he always felt weird and alienated. And it doesn't help that he's kind of, you know, shy and quiet. So when Reagan finds out about his psychic powers, he tells him, hey, dude, like, you're still a human. Like, these psychic powers don't make you that much different. It'd be like if you were born taller or stronger. (laughs) You just have an extra muscle that most people don't have. So you kind of like that kind of uh, theoretical almost type of wisdom where it's like, I can take you having fucking superpowers and just kind of ground it, you know? Yeah, kind of advice, and and it also uh, later on, like in season two, uh, Mob kind of figures out that his master's oh no, my map, his master's not what he thought of, Uh Uh, but that helps Reagan grow, and Mob actually uh, tries to work out and like improve his body and not just rely on his psychic powers, and so. Reagan actually kind of like pushes him. He want he has this goal in the second season to finish a marathon, uh-huh. and he doesn't finish it. But Reagan like helps him out. He he runs with him. He runs the course with him. He mapped it out for him. When they're actually doing the marathon, he's like, "Mob's gonna need my help." So he jogs in the marathon with him. Like he just slides in there. <laughs> And he's like, I knew you were going to need some, some, you know, some uplifting, some reassurance on this second half. So I'm here to make sure that you keep up pace. And so you, you want, you want that con man guy to the, the, the kind hearted con man is what you want. 
Yeah. Also, he's going to be able to, you know, if he can help me out of a sticky situation where I need to talk my way out of it and not fight my way out of it, he's he's the guy I'd want. (laughs) Hey, man, you already got a brother. I'm feeling this (laughs) guy. You're Black Regan. There you go. Regan, 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 Arataka. There you go. Perfect. JJ. Once again, I don't know anime. I can't fill in the blanks like I could with Master Splinter, but you did a great job explaining it because I had no idea who this was. And he looks kind of like a jerk. I'm not going to lie, but sounds he's a nice. bit of a jerk. Like he comes off, especially at the beginning of season two, he comes off as a bit of a jerk. It's a punchable um, face. But yeah, he grows. And it's all about growth, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it, Jay? That's what all these sages are for. They're for growth. That's your number four. Indeed. Yes. <laughs> my number four is very simple. My number four, uh, he is an old man and he has uh, nice robes and he has a beautiful horse and he smokes that dank ass pipe weed. Anybody can take any guesses? Gandalf. Goddamn Gandalf the White. I, I was looking for Gandalf and it just said Gandalf pipe. So we're going to look at his goddamn pipe that can fit in his fucking staff, which is amazing, but. Gandalf, and I'm gonna go the gray because when he's the white, yeah, he has a little less edge, you know. Gandalf the gray, he's got his pipe weed, he's got his wisdom. What can't you say about Gandalf? I mean, it's been a while since I've seen those movies, but he's always just he's the kind of wizard that's like, okay, you know, you have the one from like Legend of Zelda, take go, uh, is it dangerous to go alone? Take this, he kind of lets you on your way. Gandalf's like, oh man. I hate to do this to you, but I got this ring. We got to take it to the middle of Mount Doom. I'm going with you. Like, he's down to ride, and I fucking love that about Gandalf, is that he's going to get in the shit with you and fight with you and die even for you so that you can accomplish your goals. So, yeah, he's a, he's a fucking pipe-smoking wizard, but he's got, he's got good heart and he's got a good soul, and he's willing to die and, and do anything for his friends. And he's like a billion years old. And apparently he's Middle Earth's biggest warmonger. Fuck it. Are you going to talk shit about him? But uh, he fights the Balrog. Look at that shit. He fights the Balrog. Do any of, you, did, do any of your masters fight the Balrog? No. I mean, exactly. Reagan fought a secret psychic organization with fake psychic powers. I don't even know what that means, Jay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. This is just my favorite little bit of wisdom from Gandalf. Let's go ahead and take a listen, because he's so delightful. He's got a cool-ass fucking horse. He's got a cool wagon. He's friends with Elijah Wood. You're late. A wizard is never late. Nor is he early. He arrived precisely when he means to. <laughs> I don't know if this is an edit. I think it is. Oh no. They finally laugh. Oh my god. That was a long, awkward silence. <laughs> But that's his. Gandalf is great. I mean, it's a very fucking cheap answer. It was going to be my number five, but I love it because Gandalf's the shit. And like I said, he gets in the shit with you. 
my number four, the gray. And I think it's EY because he's British. All right. TJ, what is, well, Marco died. TJ, what is your number three? So my number three is very unconventional. Uh, oh, oh, now you got the sleepies because you ate so much wings before? <laughs> got the itis. itis. Got that itis. I got my – don't worry about it. I'm just super tired. <laughs> uh, don't worry about it. We're doing a show. I, if anybody should be concerned about it, it should be me. I'm not – I just yawn. Chill. I'm, I'm still here. I'm still conscious, baby. Um, <laughs> Consciousness, the threshold for success here at the moment. <laughs> Um, well, uh, so my number three is a little unconventional. I think the only person here who would know it would be maybe you, JJ. But my number three goes to Joseph Joestar from JoJo. Yes, <laughs> best JoJo. Oh. Also, young Joseph is my husbando. <laughs> so, by the way, let me go back real quick. So, I look up Joseph Joestar. Young is already in purple. Because yeah, he was one of my up. man crushes. Let's see. So, why Joseph Joestar, but not young, but regular? So it's kind of beefy. We'll, we'll teach you how to be the best. Um, but essentially, so similar to uh, Reagan, this man is, uh, he's a not a con artist, but he's so smart. He's so sharp. He's like, he's the definition of street smart. Um, yeah. Always knows how to get out of a pinch. Always able to think on his feet. And really, he has one of the, see, yes, right? Uh, he has, some of the greatest English dialogue in um, in Japanese animation, uh, in terms of what he he just literally says, "Oh my god!" as much as he can. Oh my god! That's a real thing. <laughs> and he's just so expressive, so energetic. Like for his age, like he's like sixty something in part three, and you you wouldn't even know it because he like he lives his best life, uh, and so. All the energy, just how to how to con, how to be how to be charismatic, how to really get street smart centric. If I wanted to like be taught up like from the ground up, he um, he's number one. And even in the first episode, he saves a black kid from getting bullied by the cops. Oh shit! So he's relevant. It's so always he relevant. And it was like that was like in the 1920s, and he's like, and like so the kid is like a street urchin. He steals right. uh, the kid steals his wallet. And the cops come and they're like, we saw you steal that wallet. And he's like, that's my friend. I gave him that wallet. And then, like, shoot the cops. Wait, he yeah. shoots uh, the cops? He has magic that? sunshine karate. Yeah, magic sunshine karate is really what it is. But if you want to see a good clip, I would say uh, search up, oh, my God, Joseph Jester. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's the best. It, okay, let's see. Um, oh, no, an oh, my God compilation. Will that yes. work? Uh, yeah. All right, well, let's go ahead and look at uh, TJ's wise sage. What the fuck is anime? <laughs> oh shit! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! 
Okay, I've had enough of this. <laughs> you can't get mad at this one. It has bizarre right in the title. It lets you know you're in for a ride. I will honestly say so. Holy shit! This is just a this is just an outside looking in. Um, I've seen every single JoJo part, and one of the biggest things for me about JoJo, I was like, I never had any interest in watching it at all. It's one of the <laughs> wonky. The art style's wonky. Everybody looks like they're buff as hell. It's like dragon ball crap. weird, yeah. Um, they're super flamboyant. Like, like I'm talking like, like they're just so, they're so manly that they're flamboyant. So they're constantly doing poses in different colors. Um, but it has some of the best storytelling that you can get in animation. Um, not, I would say not necessarily the first three seasons, but the latter two are like excellent in execution. And then in the manga, like the rest are really good, except for part six. So it's really good. There you go. Your number three, Joseph Joestar, JJ's young wife, uh, I'm sorry, Husbando. Let's go with Marco, your number three. So I got to I gotta call an audible on my number three. So originally it was going to be uh, Gran Torino from uh, My Hero Academia. Uh-huh. But in searching for it, I just looked up Gran Torino. And Walt is definitely my number three. From uh, Grant, oh, Grant from Charita. the movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God uh, dang it! Doesn't he hate the Mongs and the Filipinos and shit? Anybody who's not white, pretty much, yeah. Marco, why is this your fucking but, self-hatred military self-speaking? No, 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 no. He's not. It's a weird thing that you actually don't get if you're until you're in the military. But um, you know what's actually the best at painting this idea of like, is he racist or not? Is X the king of the hill? When it's like, oh, that guy's Vietnamese, you're gonna hate him. And then um, Cotton looks at him and he's like, nah, he's Laotian. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, you don't actually understand all the moving parts until you're part of that lifestyle for the most part. And, um, Walt is actually, for all the shitty things that he is, is a really good teacher to the, um, I think his name is Tao in the movie. But overall, it also is a coming-of-age thing where, I mean, if you actually watch the movie, he is also learning to be more open-minded throughout the entire movie. Where um, there's a lot of big realizations where he's like, oh, wow, my family is full of shit. But these Asian people across the street that I was talking shit about work really hard, and I love them way more than my current family. Oh, man, he's got finger guns. Be careful, guys. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. A little, a little, this is a little uncomfortable right now. I mean, I know he's saving an Asian lady, I imagine, in the scene. but uh, She was about to be yeah. raised. Uh, there's really not a lot of, like gray area in this movie for the very oh least. shit he pulled a real gun so this so he's gonna be in your council of sages right now with yours um with shifu and so hunter from venture brothers would get along shifu would be like who are these fucking so, assholes poor choice of clips <laughs> <laughs> probably but you know what that was like the second one no that was the first clip other than walt throwing his family out is that because they're all racist bastards uh, no, no, he throws his family out because they try to put him in a home, and he's like, fuck you, I'm not going to be put in a home. 
Well, well, he is pulling. <laughs> he is pulling guns on black men. I mean, rightfully so in the scene, but at the same time, uh, yeah, that was that's not a good look. Uh, I was say Quentin Tarantino. Clint I Eastwood. Really that this is like in the death throes of the Clint Eastwood IMDb. Like this is actually a really good movie, but it didn't get the recognition that it should have. And now he just keeps throwing out like this will get me an Oscar, right, guys? Like every year for like. And it's just Jersey boys. super racist. <laughs> like, like more and more racist each time. It's, it's, it's quite, it's quite. No, uh, it's sad to see. He made Jersey like, boys it's, after it's, Gran Torino. <laughs> it's literally just straight Oscar bait. It's like, this is about gay guys trying to make it like. <laughs> Whatever. I don't, Clint Eastwood. He's for obvious reasons. So Tommy, what is your number three? My number three is Ra's al Ghul. <laughs> That's, yeah, Ra's al Ghul. Hey, he made that, man. Or um, are we talking about taking Ra's al Ghul? No, no Liam Neeson, Ra's al Ghul. I'm talking authentic comic book animated series. Oh, I was going to look up the, the clip. Let me see. I, I know I know who it is, but Tommy, could you go ahead and explain a little bit as to why? Because he betrays Batman. Boy, He's going to betray you. No, fuck that. Batman betrayed him. Batman had access to his hot ass, hot ass daughter, and, and Batman just fucks it up. Yeah, he gave his daughter to Batman specifically, so you know they could, you know, knock boots and you know Damian Wayne. So that part worked out. But not Damian no. Wayans? They made hey. Damian Wayans out of this shit. That's not how Damian Wayne. I'm sorry. Got it. <laughs> Batman son. But yeah, no, like. I mean, fuck this dude. Not only taught you how to be a badass, not only can resurrect you if something were to happen to you, but he gave you his daughter. And how do you repay him? You say, fuck you. I'm just going to take everything you taught me and I'm going to do the exact opposite of what you want me to do. Batman is a bitch. That's fucked up. (laughs) 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 That's a big oof right there. But I mean, Ra's al Ghul, he's a bad guy, Tommy. Is he though? He's a Billy Eilish bad guy. Come on. He has he's just he a has super extreme thing. environmentalist. He is. <laughs> he's just doing things the extreme way because he feels that's the only way things will get done. He's a really strong liberal, dog. Yeah, he's, what, is he, what is he, Gretchen, that little girl who's trying to save the planet? Kind of. Yeah. Greta, Gretchen, Gretchen had an army of ninjas and <laughs> at his dis- yeah, at her disposal. <laughs> and could resurrect herself at any time, and yeah, pretty much. Goddamn Greta Thunberg, or whatever her name is, she could be. What if she was the leader of what are these guys, the Knights Templar? Who are these guys? What the are League the, of Shadows? The, the League of Shadows. That's right. Yeah, I have to say it like that because Bane says it like that. <laughs> but um, the League of Shadows. But hey, so you, what you're saying is you want to fuck Talia Al Ghul? Goddamn right. Premise, I did. That's the whole premise. Pretty much with the whole thing. <laughs> Any guy who gives me his daughter, his hot daughter, then I mean, yeah, I like you. I'll listen to what you got to say. I'm not going to fuck you over like Bruce Wayne did. I'll be like, yes, dad. Woo, let's do it. I mean, I'm a part of the family now, TJ. If, if you if, give me your hot daughter, I will join your hot daughter oh. and immortality, Sammy. Come on now. He's like my second, like, it's like probably number two or number three on my DC. Uh, Bro, Sammy risked the corona for someone's hot daughter. Like, it's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Sammy's moving countries. States, dog. He's like, I gotta take. Can we not? Can we shut the fuck up about that, please? (laughs) God damn it! Shut the fuck up about things you don't understand. 
<laughs> it's fucking we understand it funny. That's probably the worst part about it. <laughs> oh, I fucking hate both of in, you and all of you. In, in a slightly unrelated note, I don't know if anybody, if any of you guys have had the opportunity. Damn, she's fine. Any of you guys <laughs> watch the Harley Quinn show, but it is pretty good. I'm watching it. I love it. it I um I so I have the Funimation app just to watch. Um, my Hero Academia. I have the DC app just to watch Doom Patrol. And I love uh, Doom Patrol, by the way. Great show. Uh, and I have the YouTube app just to watch the number one sensei on my list. Ah. Ah. I was like, oh, I, I know. No, I know who I'm talking about. The Doom show was just a sleeper pick. I, I binged it, like I think, uh, over the course of this week. And uh, mm-hmm. King Shark and Bane are probably the best characters I've seen in DC's animation. Is it King Shark Ron Funches, the comedian? He talks like this all the time. He does talk like that. But yeah, I don't know it's Ron Funches. That guy's fucking comedian, great. But he does no, talk no, like that. No, it's, 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 uh, his, uh, his, what is it? Uh, God, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, the actor, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, like a knockoff Tom Hardy impression throughout the entire show. It's hilarious. Yeah, for the record, it is. No, King Shark is Ron Funches, and Ron Funches is a fucking great comedian. I saw one clip where they like break him out of jail and then immediately tase him or some shit. That shit cracked me up. But um, yeah, anyway. Hilarious. It, fills a, uh, it fills a very needed hole in my life of adult cartoons because, I mean, the Venture Brothers only comes out with a new season every five years. Fair enough. I thought it was um, done already. <laughs> still making new episodes. Um, all right. Well, there you go. Raz al Ghul for his hot daughter. I mean, that's that's all I pretty much took away from yours. And immortality, um, Sammy. So you can fuck her forever? Forever. <laughs> I'm pretty sure at, at one time, say we'll both get bored of each other, and she'll be like, go fuck somebody else. And I'll be like, cool. And then there you right. go. She, she's probably, like, all right, let me send assassins after this has ass. And she's probably totally into orgies. You know she yeah. is, Marco. Look where she comes from. <laughs> Come on, man. She's all about it. <sighs> JJ, <laughs> please save us with your number three. <laughs> My number three is Talia Al Ghul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It is still from the Batman universe, actually. But before there was a Damian Wayne, Batman had another son. His name was Terry McGinnis, and he is from Batman Beyond. My number three pick is old Bruce Wayne. Batman <laughs> That's a good one. That is a good one. That is a real good one. Let me let me pull up crazy old Bruce Wayne because, I mean, he's Bruce Wayne, but he's old, JJ. I mean, that's the premise of the whole thing. Kingdom Come, Batman? What? Does that mean you get Kingdom Come, Batman, technically? Pretty much what he is. Technically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, JJ, go ahead and explain it a little bit more. Because, obviously, he's fucking Bruce Wayne. He's Bruce yeah. Wayne, but he's old. He's old. So, he gave up being Batman, uh, I think, in the at the time the show takes place, he gave up being Batman for, like, 20 years, maybe 30 years. Mm-hmm. Because he was rescuing a hostage, and his heart gave out on him. So he was collapsed on the floor, and the only way out of the situation was for him to use a gun. He had to draw a gun on a on a thug. Mm-hmm. Not even like a supervillain, just like a level one thug. Right. So after that, he's like, I can't I can't do it anymore. So he hung up the cape and cowl, and then, you know, 20 years later, this kid shows up 
at his doorstep being chased by a gang that worships the Joker. <laughs> and he, he, he steps in and he rescues the kid. And then the kid finds out he's Batman. And they have a lot in common later on in Justice League because they didn't give Batman Beyond a final season. You find <laughs> out that he is actually the illegitimate son of Bruce Wayne. Oh, really? Terry McGinnis or whatever? I didn't know that. Yeah. In there's a Justice League episode where Amanda Waller explains like the backstory of Batman Beyond. Mm -hmm. And basically, Amanda Waller decided at some point in time that there should always be a Batman. But, Uh you know, she can't depend on Bruce Wayne reproducing. So she pilfered his DNA and basically rewrote someone else's DNA to make Batman offspring. What the fuck? That's yes. Weird. So Terry McGinnis's biological father is technically Bruce Wayne, but he he didn't do the deed with Terry McGinnis's mom. It's just science so, magic. Comic books. Comic And you thought anime was weird. So like that's yeah, not there's a reason I'm still watching anime and not following comic books. <laughs> what are you talking hey, about? damn it. I still follow comic books and yet yeah, it's just well, as weird. Tommy, tell me how Jordan's going to die soon. I hope so. <laughs> oh, everyone's, everyone's talking at once. TJ was mad at something for some reason. TJ, okay. what, was you, what were you mad about? Everybody gives shit to anime, acting like comic books don't constantly pull shit out of their ass. And what are you? Wonky ass shit all the time. What are you talking about? Just because Spider-Man made a deal with the literal devil to bring back his dead wife doesn't mean the comic books <laughs> go off the deep end, all right? Bro, that's no, cool. he that's didn't. Cool. You fucked up, Sammy. He gave he gave his soul to the devil to bring Aunt May back, who was already like 95. Yep. Oh, he, sacrificed, he sacrificed being married to Mary. Sammy, Jane, that's that's old news. What do you know about Justice League fighting uh, a league of Batman? Green Lantern Batman? Wonder Woman Batman? Flash Batman. <laughs> <laughs> this is all just to sell toys. We know this guy. Come off on. the rails, guys. It's crazy. <laughs> Crisis on Infinite Earths all the time, forever. <laughs> mix it all together. Didn't create new toys. There was no new. But the Batman who last. Do me a favor. Just look up the Batman who last for you. Oh God. Selling toys like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Selling toys like crazy though. People love Batman Who Laughs. Yeah, like DC Deadpool right now. It's like how many of these figures can we make? Yeah, wait. So what's the point of this? He's like Joker Batman. What is this? Joker Batman from another. Pretty, the Batman who gets infected by the Joker's toxin and becomes that. So yeah, basically kills everyone he knows. So it's like he's just a really. <sighs> It's the if you put the joke in Batman together, this is what you get. Why do you have to put spikes on his eyes? Is he not? Because it looks badass, Sammy. That's why. Yeah, there's nothing. No no reason for it. (laughs) I think they were trying to go for a Xenobite look. For I hate it. I hate it. (laughs) Eighties punk (laughs) Xenobite. Kind of what they're going for. DC so fucking obvious, man. What are you talking about compared to? Uh, Marvel's like, oh yeah, Wolverine was molt in molten lava, but now he's back alive because yeah. Kitty Pride pulled him through the lava. 
kind of thing. Yeah, because Kitty Pride could do that, and he he needs like one drop of blood to like regenerate himself. That's yeah, Lobo. that's stupid too. But it's not. Oh, <laughs> whatever. They're the same guy. Anyway, my number. What are we at? Three. My number three. I'm bringing it around to TV, American television. Bro. I'm just gonna bring up a chart. Uh, that this is uh, see. Mm-hmm. I'll see if I can find it. Uh, it is his own pyramid of greatness. Let me see if I can read some of these for you <laughs> because you know who it is. And my number three is motherfucking Ron Swanson from hey, Parks and Recreation. All right, I Ron like Swanson, that. Ron Swanson is, as some people would see on like memes and stuff, is the ultimate manly man. He's the ultimate manly man. And let me just read some of his uh. Swanson Pyramid of Greatness quotes. Friends, one to three is sufficient. See, I have too many friends. I should probably drop some of you guys. <laughs> you, you are your biggest ally. Handshakes, firm, dry, solid, three seconds. Cow protein, pig protein, chicken protein, romantic love, deer protein, and fish. Sport only. Suspicion, do not trust anyone else. <laughs> he has a whole chart that you can go and read to it. But the biggest thing about Ron Swanson that I like is... Very anti-government. He's he's very much a everyone is their own master type of dude, and I kind of need that in as well. I need a guy that says, you know what, go chop some wood about it. Marcos, you're you're probably the closest person I have in terms of a friend who's very much like Ron Swanson in the sense that it's like, what's the solution? Get a problem. Go do burpees about it. Like that sounds like a Ron, like Ron Swanson wouldn't be the burpees guy. He'd be like, go chop wood for twenty minutes. It's like okay. And I, or go build a go build a table. He's very much into woodworking. Um, he smells of rich mahogany. He works with his hands all the time. He builds things. He builds cribs for his children. He builds chairs, and he's like a big fan of that kind of stuff. I, I know I said that a bunch already, but he's the ultimate manly man. I mean, he, he goes, I've uh, I've only had one membership, and it was to a steakhouse. That's the only thing he's ever given his ID to is for a steakhouse. And, and what was his name? He goes, and I gave a fake name. Less, less vegetables. Like that guy's a badass. <laughs> and did you see the? Uh, did you see the reunion for like? The I quarantine? didn't. I I didn't because I didn't you have. Really a chance need to, to watch it. it. I mean, it, it, like, if you're a fan of that show, it's the perfect kind of thing that you need to watch. But like he said in that show, he's been quarantined <laughs> since he was like 20. So the whole quarantine yeah, yeah. Was no problem for. Him. I really right. related with that line. It's like, yeah, oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me find the, my favorite line of his, though. Let's see, Ron Swanson. There we go. Actually, you know what? Quotes. Because I'm sure, oh my God, 32 minutes? Let's go. Let's go with the shorter one. Let's see. Oh, he plays the saxophone? You kidding me? Give a man a fish and you feed him for a day. Don't teach a man to fish and you feed yourself. Once worked with a guy for three years and never learned his name. Best friend I ever had. Crying, except the funerals and the Grand Canyon. <laughs> when people get too chummy with me, I like to call them by the wrong name to let them know I don't really care about them. Just give me all the bacon and eggs you have. Wait, wait. I worry what you just heard was give me a lot of bacon and eggs. What I said was give me all. <laughs> Do you understand? These were invented by Hallmark to sell cards. No, I think the, my favorite one is Frozen. What happened to JJ? No. He went to the cannon. It says it in the chat. 
eat them for him. But uh, my favorite one was uh, frozen yogurt. Be dessert or be nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel. But that's my number three, motherfucking Ron Swanson. I feel like Ron TJ. to be number one on a list. Sir. No, my two are too good to be one and two. So, uh, TJ, what is your number two? Uh, all right. So I'm going to actually – gonna try and stall out a little bit for jj because he'll know my number two but you know is it all fucking anime this is the anime hour he said his whole list was anime oh did he really i love because i knew you nerds would do comic books i have no comic book answers in fact most of mine are movies i think i have two real life people fall actually no two fake people but they're live action but tj what so, is your Oh, we were allowed to put real real people. Martin Luther King. Oh Martin no no Thomas. no uh, no they're li- they're live action people. They're both television personalities, but or people on television. But uh, like like Ron Swanson, he's a live he's a real person, but he's a character. So, Jay. I mean, Nick Offerman Adam. is basically Ron Swanson, pretty much. But what's your number two, TJ? Oh, y'all done? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Done interrupting. Cool. Wait, wait for you, fucker. You don't want to wait for JJ thinking of shit. Yeah, I'm kidding. Um, and so I I struggled a lot with these number one and number two. And the only reason my number one is number one above this person is just because of iconicism and, and really just a sort of different work ethic. But my number two was, you know, an instance of when a show not only introduced a character that kind of took perspective to the another level, but as you kind of grow along the adventure post when he was introduced, the advice he's able to give the particular, oh, not the particular, but uh, the main character, as well as the introspectives that he's had in sort of his um, flashback scenes and whatnot are mm. incredibly interesting and fascinating and almost inspiring in a way. And so my number two would be Jinbei from One Piece. Yes, there we go. Oh, here we go. Let me pull it up right here. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a blue monster, man. <laughs> Uh, actually, let me explain, you racist prick. Uh, I'm getting no. What? He's a blue monster, man. What, what am I supposed to take from this? Uh, One Piece, Doctor Manhattan. Leave him alone. No, he's a uh, he's actually a fishman, right? And so to paint a picture, kind of what fishmen are in the society, they're actually physically stronger than humans ten times, right? And they can breathe underwater. Just imagine, like a mermaid man, right? Um, not a good clip. Not a good clip. Stop showing this clip. Stop showing this. Clip. Oh my god. Okay, f- why? Okay. Not a good clip. Um, uh, but uh, that's a spoiler clip. That's why. That just re- that's a recent one. Okay. Um, but, oh, God, you're getting even worse. <laughs> oh, my God. Fine. He doesn't, Fishman doesn't get fucking clips. Fuck it. Fishman doesn't get clips. Um, but seriously, like, let me paint a picture. So Fishman in the society are treated as lesser people. Um, they're actually super discriminated against and they're kept as slaves and or um, shot on sites, um, like kicked out of towns. So they're black people. Pretty much. Like, honestly, <laughs> like you just. That's what I'm getting out of. No, I'm serious. I don't want to say, say it. You laugh at it, but they're actually like really considered like almost lesser humans, right? Because uh, they aren't human. And so they're consistently discriminated against. And then there's like at a point where. You know, Jim Bay comes out and he's like, like, because the fishmen, once again, like I said, they're stronger. And some of them are like, yo, why don't we just go wipe out these humans? Like, what, what are we, what are we doing? Like, um, and Jim Bay's like, you know, we can't, violence can't be get violence, right? You know, we have to figure out a way that makes a lot of sense. 
and after and they're all were led like and they're all were led under this crew because you know one piece is all about pirates they're all at her under this, this this guy named um basically malcolm x this dude went in killed a bunch of people freed slaves like super about the power right about yeah i think you talked about this on one of your other episodes right uh it's like best punches, punches. Like that? punches. Yeah. yeah yeah punches right yeah. uh but yeah, that, it's kind of similar. It's, it's circling back to this, that this character is just a great example of somebody who offers a lot of insight, offers a lot of introspective on like, you know, like One Piece draws a lot of parallels to common day topics. And just because like, you know, you see something, right? That's why it's real funny when you're like, oh, he looks like a blue monster thing, right? Um, and that's exactly how people would say it in that universe, like right off the bat uh, to instantly discriminate. And uh, but he's actually filled with wisdom. A lot, lo- like a lot of conversation topics are started off, and he's there for the main character when the main character uh, has a major loss in the series. And he's just like, "Look, uh, you know," he says one of my favorite lines where he's like, "Look, you're just thinking about what you lost, but count all the things that you actually have, right? Um, and count those relationships because that's the only way that you're going to carry on." And so, great character, um, really one of the more safe, like he doesn't like. One Piece has a lot of comedy sometimes, actually all the time, and he's not one who does have a lot of comedic scenes, which is actually inter- interesting because usually when he's on the screen, he's saying something serious. Uh, yeah, that's it. He's a great character. All right, Spooky Fish Man. Number, sorry, just ignoring the whole point you made. Spooky Fish Man, number two, but no, great wisdom to be had. So your list so far is just all anime characters. I think all of them would get along at this point. Jim Bay, Joseph Joestar, Iroh, and Jiraiya. A lot of J's in there, just so you know. The last one is. Okay. Marco, what is your number two? So it's kind of funny because you're giving um, TJ shit for having anime, but I think my number two you're actually not going to appreciate, even though it's a common movie, and it's Sunny from The Bronx Tale. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. He's actually giving me a piece of advice that I've used in every date, that every first date I've ever had. From the door, the door. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I feel like I'm missing something. No, that's Have like, you ever seen the Bronx really Tale, Sammy? I've never seen the Bronx Tale. No. Very underrated mob movie, man. People, a lot of people haven't seen. It. It's crazy to me. It's 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 a it's great a, one. That's a good one. That's a good uh, one. Let's it's take directed a look. by Robert De Niro. Let's see. Is this this? Is this it? Uh, you probably want to cut to about halfway because I think I looked up this clip earlier. It's your first great one. Thanks a lot, son. I think I'm gonna go for it. She's a big kid. This girl. I don't know. I just met her yesterday, but I hope so. Oh, here's what you do. Tomorrow you borrow my car. You don't lend anybody your car. It's all right. I'm gonna lend you my car. Once you make a good impression, borrow my car, and then you give it. Look at them, Harry. Oh, Barry's a fucking psycho. What do you listen to this kid for? Give her my touch. Give her the door test. What's the door test? All right, listen. We pull her right where she is, right? When we get out of the car, you lock both doors. Get out of the car, you walk over to her. Bring her over to the car. Take out the key, put in the lock, open the door for her. You let her get in. You close the door for her. You walk around the back of the car and you look through the rear window. She doesn't reach over, lift up that button. So you can get in. Just like that. <laughs> listen to me, kid. If she doesn't reach over, lift up that button. So you can get in. That means she's a selfish broad. 
But all you see is the tip of the iceberg. You dump them, you dump them fast. Yeah, what about all the beautiful things you just told me? You know, doing my hard time to do, all the matters. I tried someone to pull into myself. I mean, hey, this could be one of the great ones. Bullshit, the thought test, that's what counts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of solid. I mean, we don't have those little bumpers anymore on car doors anymore. But, I mean, that's... uh, I think, like, it it was weird when I watched the movie. It's like, I either imagined or thought it was there where it's like, don't drive a new car where the unlock button is just right there. Like, she has to physically reach across to uh, (laughs) unlock the car door. So and when I want... drove the Jeep, it was easy to do that, actually, for the most part. So did any of them unlock it for you? Did they pass the door test? Uh, I've had a couple pass it for the most part. But it was always actually an interesting conversation where they, when they wouldn't unlock it, it would be like, huh, you failed the door test. And then it would be like, what's the door test? And so I got to have this conversation. It's a pickup artist shit right there. It's like, <laughs> you're <already failed. laughs> So now they feel guilty and then they feel obligated to suck your wiener. So that's, a, that's some like pickup artist shit, man. I'm, I'm just saying you got to gotta tread lightly well, on that. Well, throughout the entire movie, he doesn't just give advice towards dating. He gives advice towards style, gives advice towards when you need a fight kind of thing. Like he is generally a life coach and it's a really good movie, which is weird because um, it's Robert De Niro's, I think, first film for the most yeah, part. First movie directed. Yeah, like, and Tommy seems to enjoy it. Tommy, have you done the door test before? I have done the door test. I did it one time. It got locked out of my car. She didn't want to open it. <laughs> I had to buy a new car. Yeah, right. Just stole your car. That's not a good time at all for anybody involved. But it worked um, out. We dated for a while, so it worked out. There you go. But so I guess well, it didn't work out finally because you're no longer with her. So door, yeah. door yeah. test is correct. Sort door of. test is yeah. correct. Well, Tommy, I mean, yes. the Bronx Tale. What was his name, Sonny? Sonny. Sonny from the Bronx Tale. What is your number two, Tommy? My number two is a little unique, Sammy. It's a little, this is technically, this person is a mentor. You may not think it, but they are. And it's Tyler Durden. Ah, uh, really? Solid <laughs> choice. <laughs> uh, you fuck. Also what, one of my man crushes. Was he you on know, your list, Sammy? No, you know how much I don't I don't like the philosophy of Fight Club for half the time. Like some of it's cool and it sounds good in catchphrases, but it gets misinterpreted so fucking often that I wasn't able to enjoy the movie. And another thing I kind of noticed, the Tyler Durden character is very whiny about not having like, oh, all our dads failed us, so that's why we're so angry. It's like sh- you're mad that you didn't have a dad. Shut the fuck up. I get it. I mean, Just stop it. Stop your quit your bitching and grow up. <laughs> The reason I put him on this list is because, like, the character of the narrator is just so boring and so in his own head all the time and just going right. through this never-ending loop every day. And then Tyler comes around in his own head, of course, spoiler alert, and just opens him up, just makes him do off-the-wall shit. But at the same time, he's actually living, like, more than he ever has before. And that's from Tyler. Tyler mentored that shit out of him. Made him a cult leader, too. <laughs> But at the same time, right. still, still impacted still, his life in some way. So my, my thing is, how are you going to have Tyler Durden and fucking old Bruce Wayne in the same conversation? Oh, I'm sorry, that's JJ's. No, Ra's yeah. Ghoul. Yeah, Ghoul. Damn, that's, the second, that's the second time I've done that. Sorry. <laughs> I, put, I, put, I put JJ's here. Like, Ra's Ghoul. How are you going to have Master Splinter with this crazy motherfucker? How are you going to have Fletcher from Whiplash talking to this motherfucker? 
I mean, they'll probably just fight it out. They probably (laughs) will. I needed. You are your fucking drumsticks. It's like I needed a Joker type of mentor that just doesn't give a fuck about anything. And that's kind of chaos to balance everything out. Doesn't give a shit about chaos. JJ actually promotes (laughs) chaos if necessary. That's Tyler Durden. Well, you know what? That's a pretty straightforward pick. We all know who Tyler Durden is. Um, I mean, he he blows up goddamn. <laughs> Tommy, you're looking for that type of rebellion in your life. It sounds like at the moment, I yeah. Mean, <laughs> so you, man, putting these like these sort of people your shrine of sages. This is gonna be fucked up for all of them. Far <laughs> like mine are different time periods and zones and shit. I mean, actually, TJ's is all pretty good because it's all anime or animation style. I know Avatar is not anime, but uh, we'll go ahead with number two, Tyler Durden. (laughs) (laughs) So Tommy can get his chaos fix. Uh, JJ, what is your number two? My number two is one of my backups, even though thinking about it, I'm pretty sure me and Mark have a different one. But just in case... Um, I would still be remiss not to include this person in my list, and that is Grandpa Shortman. <laughs> grandpa? It's a grandpa from Hey Arnold. Oh, <laughs> Grandpa! I thought Shortman. about him earlier for sure. Oh, that's a great one. That's a good one. Oh, that's so fucking great, man. That's right. Their last name is Shortman. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so let's see. What is this here? What is that's this? a great what? trivia question, isn't it? Oh, I want to see what he's saying. Hey, we've all been there, short man. Just keep your doodle some, mer- some milk until we get to the emergency room. Oh my god, no! Oh, I, <laughs> I thought it was the real quote. It was him about him fucking a piece of glass. Um, oh my god. So, why in particular, though, Jay? Is there any specific bit of wisdom that he has that stuck with you? Um, yeah. It's uh, it's what's on the inside that counts, not the outside. The inside, not the outside. Are you listening, Arnold? The inside, <laughs> not the outside. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is an episode where uh, Arnold riots, and I'm like, oh man, that's uh, and I think he riots over ice cream, but it was still like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they flipped the truck. Yeah. <laughs> on, let, let's take a look at some of Grandpa's best moments. Sure am. I'm having a great time too, kid. Arnold, you're like the son I always wanted. Uh, thanks. Oh boy, excellent bathroom, Sammy. And I like the toilets shaped like dinosaur eggs. <laughs> oh, those aren't the toilets. Those are. Those are the shit. Means I wash my hands in the. Joe, what other crazy expenses? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having it, Sammy. I love the show toilet. Very comfortable. That's not a toilet. That's a sink. Well, don't go in there. Shotgun, Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma left the oldest made the roast. Yeah. I know what I have to say, Grandpa. Right. You have to get a sack of money out of Sammy Redmond. After all, you saved that eccentric billionaire's life. No. I have to try and get... Going back together. It's so sad. Your father and son, you don't get along at all. Oh, what a wonderful altruistic plan, short man. And maybe after you get them together, Sam, he'll give you a sack of money. They both seem. 
Oh, it's oh, it's. I thought it was a different, funny moments from everything. It's just from the same episode. But yeah. other than obviously shitting in sinks, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, he's ultimately there's really no to that character. Both the grandma and him, where it's just like, here's how it is, short man. Like, go get the bag yeah. of money. Like, there's really <laughs> nothing beyond just that surface level. Also, never eat raspberries. <laughs> What was the other one? Uh, oh, there's one I'm trying to remember where, um, I don't know. There was a part where the cops came and he's like, it's the fuzz. Let's cheese it. Oh, cherry. Yeah. Top. <laughs> he runs away from the cops. He fights. It's actually oh, like pr- pretty funny. Cause, um, the grandpa has a lot of those humble, like grab you by the shoulder moments, but the grandma is the one with a lot of life changing advice. Cause she's the one that's like, <laughs> Fuck it, let's free all the animals in the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> see, if we're talking about Agents of Chaos, I would go with the grandma from this show, honestly. Grandma Here, Poo- let's see. Grandma Poogie, let's see if he has some good advice from Grandpa Phil. Grandpa, I was wondering if I could talk to you. I've kind of got a problem. Oh, shoot, short man. God damn it. Grandma seems to be counting on me to help her save the Circle Theater. And I really want to help her. Of course you do. It's a great cause. No problem. And Ernie's kind of counting on me to help him knock down the Circle Theater. He says I'm like a son to him. Besides, I get to drive a wrecking ball. Well, like I always say, how many chances are you going to get to drive a wrecking ball? No problem. No, you see, I told Grandma I'd help save the same building I told Ernie I'd help destroy. Now you got a problem. <laughs> well, there's only one thing you can do. Uh, well, what you could do is shoot fire. Time to take my medication already. I'll have to get back to you, boy. Don't call me. I'll call you. <laughs> that was not the best advice, JJ. I mean, I guess the true neutral, if it were ever a character, just like... Sorry, I don't know. I mean, there, that'd be the only sage that says I don't know, and it might actually be healthy. That's awesome, man. I like that one a lot. Gram- Grandpa Short. That's right. In the, la- the last movie, they admitted that his last name was Short Man, right? Yeah. Although to be fair, they never said that like the grandpa's from the dad side or the mom side, so yeah. it might he might not be Short Man. Fuck it. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Well, my number two is it's a little bit of a game breaker because he as a person was a real life saint and he gave wisdom to the children of the land but i'm gonna go with the character he portrayed which is technically himself i'm gonna go with my number two my wise sage mr rogers that's my number two just because i mean he tells you that you're important he makes you he makes you feel like you're one of his own children and he, he just believes that we're all unique individuals and that we all deserve to be loved. He's an inspirational television personality who inspired countless children. And his long-running program, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, will continue to educate young people for many generations to come. Here's the amazing truth. I didn't want to hear about this motherfucker from somebody else. I want to just watch some clips of Mr. About Rogers. About Mr. Rogers. Shut the fuck up. Because does anybody have any objections to that? Not the most creative. Mean, I didn't say it was creative. I mean, I didn't say it was creative. Go I never liked Mr. Rogers just because it's like I don't like to be coddled. So, 
Well, okay. I do, Marcos, all right? Sometimes <laughs> with all yeah. my Apple picks, I have fucking Ron Swanson, Gandalf, and Rick Sanchez yelling at me the whole time. I need someone nice. I need someone to be like, it's okay. It's okay to be yourself, Sam. Rick Everything's going to be all fine. Rogers commit suicide, probably in a <laughs> you know, timeline. No, I think Mr. Rogers would get to Rick Sanchez, honestly. Because look at they're, they're talking about He's talking about death right now. Look at Look at listen. She knew how much I love that dog. And my dad said we'd we'd have to bury Mercy. And uh, I didn't want to. Come on. I didn't want to bury her because I thought I'd just pretend that she was still alive. Come on. How is this not melting all of your hearts right My now? My dad said that her body was dead and we'd have to bury her. Like he's talking about the darkest shit ever and I feel so overwhelmed with calm. It's so awesome. How, that's not how I address death at the very least at all. So, Thank you, Joey the Jedi 92. Don't like Mr. Rogers. Fuck is wrong with you. Not, I what don't like you. I don't know what to tell you, bro. <laughs> very yeah, good he, on him. He, was a, he was a little soft. He was. I have no problem with Mr. Rogers, but I can understand how Marco would want his children being raised the way Mr. Rogers was raising everyone. <laughs> well, Tommy, not all, world, man. Tommy, not all of us can get slapped in the face by our mentors, okay? Not all of us respond to well strong them. Americans, Sammy. <laughs> oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Is Ron Swanson not manly enough and strong enough for you? He's 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 a little soft too, but I like Ron. Ron's. I mean, it's it's not like TJ couldn't beat Ron in a push-up contest. True. Yeah. Yeah, but Ron Swanson can build a chair. TJ can't build the chair. I'm sure TJ can build a chair. I'm pretty sure TJ could build a chair. Not a Pawnee award-winning chair. I don't think. Sure. (laughs) No one Austin's best chair. Challenge you. But that's my number two. Mr. Rod, probably not hard in Coronaverse. Like, oh, you submitted the only chair. Well, you know what? Yeah, yeah. All our judges can't make it because they're sick. (laughs) (laughs) Who would have thought Mr. Rogers would have been the 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 controversial pick out of all this? God damn, you guys! You asked us. You literally were like, anybody take issue with this pick? Nobody has said that for any of the other mentors. On well, the idea was there was supposed to be dead silence, and you guys were like, "Nah, Mr. Rogers is a bitch." You guys. Oh, we never said Mr. Rogers. Tommy, you called him a white honky ass cracker. Tommy, verbatim is what you called him. Don't remember that. Verbatim. You called him a white ass, honky ass, cracker ass, cracker. That's what you called him. Mr. Rogers. I I like Mr. Rogers. I do. He's he's soft, (laughs) but I like him. There you go. And 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 I'm soft and and people I feel like like you would have been better off choosing Tom Hanks instead of actually the real Mr. Rogers. You you know what's funny (laughs) is that Robin Williams in the roles that he's played almost made my list. (laughs) <laughs> Just Robin Williams. Robin I mean, Williams. I would have been okay with that. I would have been perfectly fine with that. Robin Patch Adams. Genie to Goodwill Hunting. Like, and Errol. <laughs> Which would have been good for the list. Tell her the <laughs> truth. Hey, Marco, Mark, it's not your fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, Marco, what did make your... Number one. No, I'm sorry. No, we skip a TJ. I don't know why. I thought it'd be a good. You know why? Because you're next on the list, but TJ is is down here. So, uh, TJ, what is your number one? Apologize. (laughs) 
You're about to get slapped through the screen. No, I'm not. <laughs> he is gone. Yeah. All right. What's up, TJ? What, so what is your one, number two? Number one. God damn it. I'm so tired. <laughs> and you wanted to start it. Your sleep schedule still fucked up. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I woke up early today for work. But uh, you're number one, TJ. I so appreciate number one you. is like a classic. Like, I think he's one of the OG anime senseis, mentors. I'm not even going to build up to it. My number one is Master Roshi. Hell yeah. All right, uh, JJ, is that your number one also? No, he's not my number one because I knew someone else was going to have him. So. Goddamn buff fans <laughs> Roshi. TJ, take it. Take the floor. We know Master Roshi. I do know. He gets all jacked. So he's, very he's simply, expert. I think that other mentors kind of handle a lot of the mental aspects. and I'm one of, But I was like, no, who's somebody who does have a level of offer a level of mental fortitude in, in areas around that, but also just knows like straight up like to teach you like the fundamentals, man. Um, it, it's an excellent mentor. Uh, he has like one like one of my favorite lines in all of anime where he says, you know, move well, learn well, play well, eat well, and rest well. You know, um, like you know all of those essentially all of those you know. Make the comment. I listened to that clip while doing curls at the gym. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's it's a great clip. He he's like yes, he's perverted. Uh, yes, he uh, <laughs> yes, he's not serious a lot of the times. But his knowledge and wisdom that he provides is you know insane. And he literally made a midget uh, like the strongest human in the world. Come on, like this man's amazing. <laughs> he's one of the few mortals that earned. Beerus's respect in Super. Mm-hmm. He earned a god's respect. He was like, like this, and this guy literally, this god destroys planets and is just chilling. He's like, I respect this old man. Wait, he was in ah. Super. Yeah, yeah. That's where the, like, the, the the awesome clip comes from, for the most part. Like, I have watched it while I'm at the gym, but it is actually funny on the note of what JJ was saying that it was like, um, uh, was he? Is it like when he earns Beerus's respect? Um, it's like, oh, like, cause Beerus hated him the entire time. It's like, why did you allow this fuck to be in the team? Like, <laughs> literally Beerus just never talks shit. And then when he does something cool at the end of it, at the end of that arc, uh, Beerus is like, oh, what was his name again? He's kind of cool, actually. There you go. I mean, yeah, and Master I think Roshi-, Roshi had like m- probably the most eliminations up to where he gets eliminated out of he the team. Work. <laughs> yeah, he was putting in a lot of work. And Krillin got axed right out the gate. He was carrying that fucking team. <laughs> so, Till Jiren uh, showed up. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, 19. 17. But I just, I, I was like, hey, you know what? If I'm giving, if I'm, if I'm making my list exclusively anime, I got to give it to the OG anime sensei himself. Um, certainly there's I mean, one who offered plenty of other advice. Certainly, there's ones who have different perspectives. You know, from a philosophical level, I do think Jimbei offers a lot of depth. But, man, Roshi is classic. And, I mean, when he buffs, like, he's about to buff up and send this guy a flying in that clip. And he's amazing all around. By the way, I'm sorry, uh, Arkham. TJ's last one is JJ. Nope, it was not (laughs) (laughs) JJ. It was not Sensei Martinez, after all. But, TJ, you picked the Roshi, Master Roshi, the weird creepy sex pervert, but Roshi shades. Beard. 
basically I'm getting there. <laughs> man we gotta get I, I need a sign that just says kami house in front of my house just so i can have it i just like that i've always liked it it was just called kami house i mean with the shit i left at your house you already got a hawaiian theme going for the most that is part. true that is true well, you know what? Since uh, Marco, we, we fucked up everything. I think you were next. What is your number one? Uh, my number one is very simple and straightforward. I already alluded to it. It's Sensei Lawrence. Oh, that's right. From uh, I don't have that show, so <laughs> Cobra Kai. <laughs> Cobra Kai, yeah. It is from Cobra Kai. At the end of the day, and this no, is jo- also- that's Johnny, right? Not. Yeah. Not Daniel LaRusso. Yeah, it's LaRusso. No, Daniel LaRusso is a bitch in Cobra Kai. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he sells cars and shit in Cobra yeah. Kai. <laughs> so why, why him? It's the combination of everything where he's a hard-ass mentor, but at the same point, he's learning throughout the show. Um, throughout the entire time, he's struggling with the idea of being a teacher and it's learning how to do that right at the end of the at the end of the day. Um, honestly, this is almost a sales pitch for me to be like, guys, please watch Cobra Kai because I don't want it to be canceled. And it is even moving to Netflix in season. Yeah, I was about to say it's, it's well worth <laughs> yeah. it. Like all the bullshit ass Karate Kid sequels that we've gotten, like you literally had to wait so many years till they were like old and adults to see this story. I think this, I love it. I think this is a perfect companion to like the original karate kid. Cause you can see like, okay, yeah, he was a bully and then he grew up and like, Oh, the real world. I, I don't know if, if this is a three sixty from like the Barney skit from how I met your mother, where he's like, Oh, I love the karate kid, which is the tragic tale of the dude that spends his entire life playing karate and loses. Like <laughs> that had to be an inspiration. <laughs> I mean, there's so many homages to this, really, that it was just like I didn't expect to get this show, and now that I I got it, it was so much better than even the bullshit Jackie Chan Karate Kid. Yeah, no, that's not that shit was uh, yeah. <laughs> That was the Kung Fu Kid. He was doing Kung Fu. It was a different art form. It's so good, man. It's just such a creative Karate Kid. Yeah, it's such a Cobra just such a creative show to me to to just the way they took that approach to okay the guy who was the bully back then has just been beat to shit pretty much by life and so he's <laughs> now now you're gonna be rooting for him and you remember Danny that you love crane kick all that shit yeah he sucks now so we're gonna just, <laughs> so you know we're gonna switch it up I think that was great man I love that show Karate Kid still best DC movie fight me <laughs> <laughs> it's a DC movie what. Technically, yes. How? Did they make a comic there, or something? There's a DC character named the Karate Kid. So they had to license the name to make the movie. So DC has a credit in the original Karate Kid. <laughs> God damn. JJ needs what? a whole show to himself of just <laughs> Just like so we pull items out of a hat and then like JJ, what do you know about <laughs> <laughs> What do you know about uh, no, I don't know. I Important year-end tax information. <laughs> Just, uh, I don't know. TJ's right there. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> you got to look at my taxes before I submit them. I still haven't done it. True. Um, but um, that is your number one, Sensei Good. Lawrence Marco. Tommy, what is yes. your number one? See, like you guys really love these senseis and sages that still have to learn shit. 
I don't like that at all. I want my senseis to know everything about everything right off the bat. <laughs> my number one is Jaquin Gahar. From I cannot spell that. Jaquin. Oh, from Game of Thrones. There you go. I didn't autocorrect for me. He is the, the fuck is cake farts. The fuck? He, cake farts. <laughs> he is the the leader or the person who trains Arya to uh, basically be a, a faceless man. Oh, like he's like a spooky guy. Yeah, he's, yeah the guy with the with the highlights. Yeah, yeah basically that looks. I like can't know. Oh, I don't want theme song. I want clips. In, in, Sorry, in. I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find something for him. Uh, the car scenes but um so i mean other than just like make her he's like a creepy mystic dude he's very obviously she learns she learns yeah, yeah, like, how to steal ahead. faces from from him basically and be other people and be a assassin she learned that from him and he's still like one of the most mysterious characters on that show and I just I, I love that character I mean, so much. If we ever get the new book, maybe we'll. Yeah, we'll find out what actually happens. <laughs> <laughs> but as as it stands, he's just kind of floating about. But he just he just seems like one of those untouchable characters that, like, nothing seems to rattle him in any way. Like he always seems to be ahead of the game on everything. And he teaches Arya how to be a badass. And like. So and, and that's what everybody talks about Arya all the time is that she's the ultimate badass girl, and it's this guy who's teaching her everything. He just kind of he looks like a creepy pedophile guy. Like he really looks like a snivelly little bastard. <laughs> he always has like, this smugness about him. Yeah, he I don't really, know anything about him, he but really he looks like, an look like that in comparison to everybody else in that show. That's kind of a bad. And thing. apparently, according to Instagram, he's a beefcake also. So there you go, beefcake Hakeem Olajuwon. There you go. You're number one. <laughs> What's his name? Jaquen Gahar. Gahar. There you go. Well, Tommy, everyone gave him a Game of Thrones like a year ago, so I apologize for. I mean, it's over, uh, so I understand that. (laughs) No, but no, but nobody, nobody cares. Everyone said it was terrible. What happened to him at the end? We we wrote that shit right off the cliff. I don't know what you're talking about. We did. Hey, every other season was good besides the last season. So whatever. I, I enjoyed the time I had with it. It's over now, but I still love that fucking character. Well, there you go. That is your number one. Uh, JJ, what is your number one? My number one is kind of a cheat, but I have to throw him on here. And it is Optimus Prime. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, I I don't know if it's a cheat as opposed to like. It's a cheat because. He's his own council of sages. He hold, He's the holder of the Autobot Matrix of Leadership, which holds the collective <laughs> knowledge of all the primes. Right. What the okay. fuck are you telling He's a robot. He's nine million years old. Okay. You gotta so he fits the million. old part. He's also a pacifist. Um, he tries to I mean, he avoid. He is beating the shit out of everyone in this clip right now. I'm no, that's admit. the thing. Like, he's the type of dude that he doesn't seek leadership. Leadership was thrust upon him, and that forces him to grow and to learn. And he also tries to avoid conflict so, as much as possible. There's plenty of clips in the show of other, you know, of Decepticons that actually respect Prime for the warrior that he is. Mm-hmm. And they 
fight him honorably. Megatron's oh. just a dick. Like Megatron and Starscream is just an asshole. What are you talking about? I'm not an asshole. <laughs> Starscream always is that bastard. This is a really dumb, bad joke. But what is? I well, it's not a joke. It's actually a legitimate question. What is the movie where um, the climax is that uh, Optimus Prime just shows up with his shotgun and kills everybody? I feel like it's four or five. Probably. I didn't watch those. (laughs) Last one I watched was Bumblebee, which is fucking amazing, which should have been what the series was at first. But those other fucking movies give me a headache, and I hate every last one of them in my face. I said I don't want to watch it anymore. I suggest checking out Transformers Prime, which was on the hub. So it was a show that never got a chance to begin (laughs) to begin with. But uh, it's a good starter point, and it highlights a lot of the stuff that I'm saying about Optimus, because the human characters are like teenagers in that show. So they actually take a lot of Optimus's advice to heart. And all of the other Autobots also, you know, yield to Optimus's wisdom. So he's a leader, but he's also their mentor in a way. Uh-huh. Here, I think here it is, by the way, where he pulls out the shotgun in a few short seconds. Let me see here. Okay, that's yeah, some weird anime shit, but yep, <laughs> there he is with his shotgun. I, I know that he kills um, Spock. Oh my god! <laughs> but Sorry, I'm watching Optimus Prime shoot people. Pacifist, pacifist, pacifist. <laughs> he is a pacifist. That's the no. thing. He's also in the middle of a war. Like he will try to avoid conflict as much as possible, but he recognizes that sometimes some bitches just gotta die. <laughs> I, I forgot. Uh, I just know in the movie that he ends up shotgunning uh, Spock in the face. So it's whatever movie Spock is in. I thought that was the first one. No, I think that's the third one. Uh, Dark of the Why Night, are we putting that much effort into the thought process? These movies are garbage. Yeah, they're terrible. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even referencing that Prime. I'm referencing um, the Prime from Transformers Prime. Well, just remember, or it takes the Prime to kill Prime. Unless you're Megatron. Remember that? That's like the dumbest part of that movie. It takes a prime to kill a prime, but Megatron killed Optimus Prime. So, Sam, what's your number one? Is it like a Furby? I don't know. <laughs> is it Big Bird, Sam? <laughs> Big is Bird your- is my number one. No. I mean, you guys are, probably, you guys are going to get mad at me already because it's, it's, it's another soft pick, oh, of course. God. But it's a guy who... Gave me lots of wisdom over the course of years. Now, Mr. Rogers, at a certain point, I stopped watching because I grew as an adult. But then I was a young adult for a long time, from probably like ages 8 to like 13, 14 is when I watched this show. And that show is a sitcom that was on every sort of ABC family you could ever imagine. Uh, That show was uh, Boy Meets World. So my number one, goddamn Mr. Feeney. (laughs) I'll give you that one. Somehow less soft than Mr. Rogers. I think it's because Mr. Feeney could be a dick. Yeah. Well, actually, that was one of the clips that I watched beforehand where he was like, fuck all of you. How dare you? Like, it's shame on you. So apparently they won like uh, some trivia show, uh, Sean and uh, Sean and Corey. It's a panga. They won like some game show. Oh, don't we, Tommy? Don't we all? <laughs> don't we all? And so, no, she won. Well, <laughs> she was, uh, they were like, I guess, like not paying attention in class because they had won this contest and they thought they were hot shit. So they're signing autographs or whatever. And Mr. Feeney's like, excuse me, trying to fucking teach here. 
And then this little, this little, uh, not breakdown, but him breaking it down for the people happens. Sunk so low. Hold when on, you have shows proving that we're absorbing the right type of knowledge, right? I mean, that's why we're the champions. Champions of what, Mr. Matthews? Of a generation whose verbal and mathematical skills have sunk so low when you have the highest level of technology at your fingertips? Gutenberg's generation thirsted for a new book every six months. Your generation gets a new web page every six seconds. And how do you use this technology? To beat King Cooper and save the princess. King idiots. Shame on you. Bro, he's he's actually what you get. Hold on, hold on. This knowledge before we have MySpace. Hold on real quick. Check this shit out. Stay where you are. For the first time, I choose to walk out on you. That's fucking ice cold. (laughs) I saw that shit. Well, I've never hey, hey, you. Can you go back? I want to hear the exit music. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just walk out on you. Oh. Hey. The all is lost moment. Marco, <laughs> they use that music for every show on TGIF whenever there was a serious I moment. Say, I definitely remember that in Family Matters. It's like. And Full House. And Full House. Same music. Oh God, that's a good pick, Sammy. I give it to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Mr. Feeney, and he lived next oh. door to him. Gave sage advice. Wilson was close, but but he's a bad. You never saw Wilson's face. Yeah, you couldn't trust the guy you couldn't see. You saw it in one episode. And then tragic as an adult, where it was like, oh man, he follows them to college. <laughs> he did yeah. follow them to college, which is a little weird. Oh, hey, no. another oh, one. You want to hear another fun boy meets world fact? You remember the girl who played Rachel, the redhead, later season? Oh, she, of boy oh she's in porn, she's pornography. She's now. Yeah. So if anybody ever wants to check that out, it's out there. Nah, <laughs> I heard that, is but I don't know if it's true or not. But no, nah, very true. Very true. Mr. Feeney, you're my neighbor <laughs> and my teacher. Well, Mr. Feeney, now you're my high school principal. Mr. Feeney, why are you at my college? <laughs> and it's him being a, a predator with pictures of. <laughs> Oh hey, it was okay. He was the dean of the college, though. So I mean, you know, I guess so. But uh, yeah, Mr. Feeney, you got to just been a coincidence. Oh uh, well, you know what? This has been a long episode. I thought it was going to be shorter, but we've been on for three it's hours. Three hours. So. <laughs> that said, hey, let's my, go ahead and. How is this a long episode? My battery didn't die. Like I'm nowhere near death for once. Oh, um, I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Maybe the lighting. Who knows? I'm probably just excited to be back because uh, you skipped out on us last week. <laughs> Whatever. I'm tired of your nonsense. You guys can find me at the Mexlens on all forms of social media. Just find me at the Mexlens and Mexperch.com. I'll put some new stuff up and stuff like that. But yeah, thanks for watching, everybody. This has been the show. But you know what? Let me go ahead and pass it on. I guess now, Mark. Over. Hey guys, Sam's on his way to his not date. So my top five was Hunter from the Venture Brothers, Sifu from Kung Fu Panda. Number three is Walt from Gran Torino. Number two is Sunny from the Bronx Tale. Number one is uh, Master Lawrence. Get on that shit. 
And you can find me by just typing JL Marcos into anything. Have a nice day, guys. Why are you turned sideways? It's relaxing. <laughs> also, yes, my number five, real quick. Uh, my number uh, five, Rick Sanchez. My number four, Gandalf the Grave. My number three, Ron Swanson. My number two, Mr. Rogers. And my number one, Mr. V. And we will then go down to Tommy. Tommy, what was your top five and where can they find you? They can find me at Tommy McGrew Art on Instagram. My top five was uh, Fletcher from Whiplash. Uh, number four, Master Splinter. Uh, number two was... Uh, three. Number three, Ra's al Ghul. And it's his hot daughter. It <laughs> is very hot daughter. Uh, number two... What, what the hell was my number two? Completely. Tyler Durden. Yeah, Tyler Durden. There you go. And number one was... Jaquin Hagar from Game of Thrones. And uh, TJ, what was your top five? And where can they find you? Anime. You can find me at TJ Mana at Instagram. Top five was all anime. (laughs) (laughs) Joseph Joestar, Jim Bay from One Piece and Master, motherfucker Roshi. And 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 honorable mention goes to the uncle from uh, Jackie Chan Adventures because... Uncle! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's smart as shit. The smartest shit. JJ, what is your top five and where can they find you? They can find me at SuperSiaJ on Instagram, SuperSia underscore J on Twitter. My top five was number five, Genkai from Yu Yu Hakusho. Number four, Reagan from Mob Psycho 100. Number three, Old Bruce Wayne. Number two, Grandpa Phil from Hey Arnold. And number one, Optimus Prime. All right, Autobots, and that's the case. Let's roll out. Let's get on out of here. And thank you for watching, everybody. Come see us next week. We'll have an episode for you next week. I'm not doing anything next Saturday. I'll be here in Texas. So look out for a new YouTube video, me making Awas Frescas on my YouTube channel. So go ahead and check that out. It's all done, ready to go. Got to make the thumb. That'll be coming Monday. And then I might do some streaming as well this week. So sit tight. Uh, for any of you guys who want to stream with me, we can, if we can work it out. What? I was saying enunciate between those sentences. That was a lot of run on. You're breaking up, TJ. I'm not just saying it to be funny. You're legitimately breaking up. <laughs> I mean, he was saying you were breaking up, and it's true. Well, you- I didn't hear any of that, TJ. I apologize. For- Sam, you broke up. Oh, you can you guys not hear me? No. Well, you can hear me clearly because you could. I asked if you could hear me, and you guys can't hear me. Can't we didn't hear, hear the profusely, which is <laughs> what I'm assuming you said because I heard the peep oh, I apologize <laughs> profusely. I don't know if anybody can see any of this, but I think it's time for us to get out of here. Thank you, everybody. Uh, let, me, let me play the music.